What is up, everybody? Welcome into this day two episode from the All-Star Game in Seattle. The Home Run Derby has just wrapped up. We'll talk all about that. What an awesome electric event in the stadium. We'll talk All-Star Game preview show. We're going to hear from Julio Rodriguez and some of the All-Stars. We're going to talk about the gum wall yesterday and Joel McHale. This one is going to be a blast. Let's get to it. What is up, my friends? I am joined, as always, by Alex Curry. Day two from Seattle for us, but the home run derby was tonight. We saw, we kind of got it all. We got Adley Rutschman in a historic performance from him, the hometown kid, Julio Rodriguez. Today was just another cool day for us. I mean, this is epic. As you can probably hear and see behind us, it is an absolute party right yeah. now. A huge congratulations to Vladdy Jr. for winning the Home Run Derby. What a special moment. And I think the first father-son duo to win a Home Run Derby, and he just went wild at the end there. Yeah, he kind of hit a groove at a certain point and then just kept going from there. And I, I think it's pretty clear when you were watching that you know, some of the guys have a lot of raw power, and you can tell. And the guys that come to mind, Pete Alonzo, it just jumps off his bat differently. And Vladdy. And I think where that really matters is when you get tired. Because yep. a lot of the guys' swings start breaking down. That's what happens in these derbies. You're up there swinging for three minutes. Yes, you have a break, but it's exhausting. So your swing starts breaking down a little bit. And then you start relying on just straight raw power. And nobody has more than Vladdy Jr. And, and that's why I think we saw him come out on top tonight. A great performance, taking down Randy Rosarena in the final, who's yeah. one of the smallest guys here. Him and Mookie are both not six feet, five, nine, five, ten, I think, for both of them. But they're both tiny guys. And Randy ends up in the final but gets taken down by Vladdy Jr. And I think this was also big for Vladdy Jr. because he lost to Pete Alonso back in 2019. So a little bit of redemption there. And we've always kind of known that he is – a power guy and this yeah. this was his moment to come through his dad gave him a huge congratulations as yeah. well like just what a special moment for vladdy and his dad and the whole family you know what i thought was really cool and a, just to set the tone for the day what there was a beautiful flyover that came about five minutes too early yes, it did. i mean the, we came out the fireworks were going off during the anthem and there was a there i didn't even know there was a flyover but you got a video of it it I came did. legitimately Three minutes too early? It was when they were introducing all the players, and the flyover actually happened when they were introducing Julio Rodriguez. So it kind of worked so out. it kind of worked out because <laughs> everyone was going wild anyway. And I was like, huh, okay, this is a little weird. There's planes flying over. And then the national anthem happened, and I think it clicked for all of us. Like, <laughs> oh, it just came five minutes too early. But that's okay. It yeah. was still a beautiful experience. But let's start with one of the biggest stories of the night. The... <laughs> The home crowd hero, Julio Rodriguez, just absolutely went off in the first round, actually setting a record for most home runs hit in that round. 41 home runs. It was absolutely insane. The place went wild. It was. So I was out here for BP, actually. And the guys, the stadium was three quarters full at the time. It was fairly, I don't want to say quiet, but music playing and the crowd just making normal crowd noises. Julio Rodriguez came up to take his batting practice. And the place went nuts. 
It was so cool. And then that first round happens. He hit 41 homers. The place was as loud as we've heard since we've been here. And just an awesome performance from him. And again, I, I know he didn't end up winning, but those yeah. 41 homers there with the home crowd cheering him on. Look, I mean, I think this really makes a difference in these. What batter, what number you're hitting? Are you first or are you second? Yeah. And now it goes based off of seating. So it's not like luck of the draw, right? Pete Alonso had, has more homers this year. So he was the higher seed. But it really matters because Julio Rodriguez ended up winning that first round by right around 20 homers. If he's hitting second, half of that energy he let out, yeah. he could have saved. And you could tell. He got a minute into that next round where he ended up losing. Oh, he was gassed. He was gassed. Yeah. I mean, he just he did not have anything left in the tank. The crowd was cheering him on. It was a really cool moment. Um, but he ends up losing. And once he lost, the crowd was – I mean, people started leaving. It was really – yeah. The crowd was equally, rightfully so, rooting on their man. And the second he lost, it was kind of the the inflation was let out of the stadium a bit. But you, you can't overlook the fact of how incredible that first round was for him. And he absolutely crushed Pete Alonso, who's a two-time home run derby champion. And it was crazy because the crowd started booing Pete Alonso <laughs> when he came up to the plate and then was cheering when he would hit the ball and it didn't leave I, the I ball think the mark. first ball he hit was like a ground ball yeah, and, the, and place the place went, went nuts. Wild. No, I, I was honestly, I was, the atmosphere when Julio was up and at one point he hit like five, six in a row. And just in the middle of the round, the crowd started chanting Julio. Like I got goosebumps just being there. It was so cool. And every every stadium that hosts the All-Star game gets a, a guy in the home run derby. But for it to be Julio, who's not just like a toss into the derby, right? We saw him last year put on a historic performance, beat Pete Alonso last year, goes to the finals, ends up losing to Juan Soto there. But he hit the most home runs of everybody. So I was excited to, excited to watch him here and to see him in this crowd. Like, this was his day. This was his moment. It's Julio Day, it July 10th which spells out Julio, J-U-L-1-0, Julio. I mean, it was, it was his day. It was meant to be. And we also have to give a quick shout-out to our coworker, Dominique, who absolutely crushed and called 41 home runs before the round started. <laughs> I think I said 25. You said 30-something. Nice, 30. And she said 41, yeah. and he hit 41 home runs. So that was insane. But the other big story was the hometown kid, Adley Rutschman, who I think the place was equally as excited to see him come to the plate. And what a special moment to have his dad throw his pitches. The, I, I will remember this moment from the all-star game forever. We have never had a switch hitter switch hit in the home run derby. Yeah. We have had switch hitters in the derby before, but never have we had switch hitters actually switch hit in the derby. Yeah. So Adley comes up, takes his first round left-handed, ends up getting the bonus and takes his bonus right-handed and just put on an absolute show. He didn't end up winning that first round. Luis Robert came in and put on a show as well. But I will forever remember the Adley Rutschman performance. The crowd was super appreciative of it. The crowd knew what was happening. He takes his first round left-handed. And then when he came back up, they moved the mound over a little bit right-handed, and he went up right-handed. I think he should have done the whole derby right-handed. No, he was, was locked in. That was my question for you. Like, do you think he would have hit more if he just stuck to hitting right-handed throughout his entire session? I don't. So I, I think he he went left-handed for a reason. Then yeah. you, you're left-handed. You get tired, and you're tired from both sides. But I think what happens when you're tired, again, like I said, your yeah. swing can start breaking down a little bit 
if you just switch sides and start hitting right-handed, it's almost like your swing can just fall into place. It's not breaking down from that side. You're exhausted and muscle memory just kind of takes over from a different side of the plate. Yeah. Back when I was playing, I can't do anything left-handed. I can't use a fork left-handed, anything. I hit right-handed and I threw right-handed and that's all I could do. Yeah. But when you struggle from one side of the plate, a lot of times what hitting coaches will tell you to do is switch over to the other side of the plate. Take a few swings that way. Let your swing just kind of fall into place, and that's kind of what ends up happening. Now, Adley's a switch hitter. He knows what to do. So I think at some point he got tired. Swing starts breaking down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just switch it up a little bit, yeah. swing from the right side, and let my muscle memory take over. And boy, did it. Yes, it did. Now, we need to have a little honesty hour here, okay? Now, we saw so many home runs tonight, and yep. we know that we all love dingers, but what are we getting honest about right now, Ben? It is time, my friends for honesty hour. I need to be honest. I like the home run derby. Yeah. We need to go back to the old format. Ooh, hot take. 10 outs, hit as many homers as you can in 10 outs. If you don't hit a ball over the fence in fair territory, that is one of your 10 outs. I just think, look. So why? Everyone loves the home run, right? Yeah. But how many did we see here? Hundreds and hundreds. I mean, you never, you, it just gets a little monotonous at a certain point, all the home runs. And you start taking for granted, I think, what's happening. Okay. If you have 10 outs and you're sitting on nine outs and you hit five in a row, that means something, you know, like that is so cool. And I just think that it just, I think it added to the suspense level of it. And I would love to see us go back to the older format of the home run derby back in the Griffey days, the McGuire days. That was, that was awesome. So you want to be able to truly appreciate each of the home runs that are being hit. And you don't, you're saying that you don't necessarily get that appreciation in the time allotted where you just hit as many as you can opposed to kind of having that rush of, Hey, if, if you don't hit another one out of the ballpark, you might be done in two minutes. That's exactly what I'm saying. Cause you watched tonight. Yeah. If you, if you watch a ball, and watch where it lands. By the time you see it land, the, the next ball's already been hit. It's impossible to, to keep up with everything. Now, I understand what they wanted to get away from was if you have 10 outs, you're going to be extremely picky, right? So we saw a lot of taken pitches, which I understand. But here there's none of that. It's just swing, and there's so much going on. And if you watch one ball, you're missing the next one. It just means a little more. You know what? Since we're in the trust tree here and we're being honest, I think we go back to the old format. Okay. You bring your batting practice pitcher, whoever you want, okay. and you only allow a certain amount of takes. You can't take but so many pitches. If you do, you got to start swinging again. And the bat, you got to trust your batting practice pitcher. So I just, I, I love the old days. I think the first home run derby that I really remember watching mm -hmm. as a kid was at Fenway Park, Mark McGuire launching homers over the green monster. And it just, I don't know. I, I love the Derby's fun. It's a fun watch. I would just love to go back to the old format. That's fair. I like that. Thank you. All right. Now, earlier today, it was press day. So basically, every single player was available out on the field, and it's like a free-for-all. You just rush and try to talk to whoever you can, as many players as you can in the allotted time. And we had some fun talking to all the guys. We, You actually had a great question. What was it to all the players? So I was asking the players, if you were to start a franchise yeah. tomorrow mm -hmm. with any one player, who are you taking? 
And I honestly, there were a lot of answers that you were expect that you would expect, but honestly, these guys gave great answers. And I think we have that video now. So let's check that out. If you were starting a franchise with anybody right now, who are you taking? Oh my. Whew. I mean, I guess it's got to be Shohei, right? I mean, obviously Shohei. I mean, you'd have to go with Otani. Okay, besides Shohei. <laughs> Other than Shohei, I mean, I would say me, but uh, yeah, all right, we'll go with me. Yeah. I don't know. That's a tough question. You're a good answer here. You could say that too. <laughs> Julio Rodriguez is so young, and this is his city here now, and and he's he's impressive to watch. I mean, he's massive too, so he's physical. He's got he's got all the tools. Um, yeah, he, he's one of those guys. What Acuna's done and, and has continued to do, especially since being so young, too. I mean, the guy's incredibly talented. He'd be somewhere that you may have to start with for me. Araya's almost hitting 400, man. It would be pretty sweet to have somebody hitting 400 at the top of my lineup. So it was funny. A lot of the guys answer Shohei Otani. Yeah, obviously. And then I went up and asked Austin Riley, and he goes, I think you know the answer to that, Ben. And I was like, yeah, Ronald Acuna. Because I thought he would say his teammate. And he was like, uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was going Shohei. <laughs> and, yeah. and then he was like, I mean, honestly, but I would take Shohei because he pitches and hits. But anybody else, I'm taking Ronald Acuna. But it was just funny. I love those guys' answers. It was great. And it was fun to – I also talked to a bunch of the players about who they were most excited to see and be around. And everyone was just so happy to be here and to be around the best of the best in the game. And you, you could really feel that and see that as they were explaining and just looking around and sharing, like, what was going on and who was there. It was pretty special. It was special. And it was just that that in, that I don't want to call it an event. That situation where all the players are just lined up. It is absolute chaos mayhem. <laughs> but to get up there and, like, see players that you know and are yeah. familiar with and you can kind of tell, like, they get so in the rhythm of just talking to whoever, you know, just answering yeah. the questions. And when you can tell when you know a guy, their eyes kind of light up and they're like refreshed Yay! to answer yeah. a question from somebody they know. So it is an absolute hot mess out there, but it is, it's, it's always fun. It was fun. Tonight was great. But tomorrow we have the all-star game. It is a jam-packed day. We have the red carpet in the morning. Then we're going to be live on the field during batting practice. But let's talk about the starting lineups right now, starting with the American League lineup. Who are you most excited to see play tomorrow? I mean, it's got to be Shohei Otani yeah. in, this, in this environment, in this atmosphere. It's going to be really cool. Uh, he's going he's gonna to put on a show, and he always does every single place he, he participates in anything. And now he's not going to pitch. Yeah. He's not going to pitch tomorrow because of his fingernail, obviously, yeah. but he will be in the lineup. I believe I saw he's hitting second in the lineup, uh -huh. so I'm excited to see him. I'm excited to see Josh Young as a rookie making his all-star game debut, and he's in the starting lineup. So I'm just I, – I'm excited for this. The, the AL lineup is stacked. Both of these lineups are stacked, and it's going to be a blast. I'm going to go Shohei. Okay, now moving on to the National League, who are you most excited to see play tomorrow? Ronald Acuna Jr. Yeah, now, I, I think Ronald Acuna Jr. is leading off. This lineup is so stacked. I know Mookie's batting third for this lineup. I, if, if you were to make me pick right now, I think I'm going to take the National League lineup. I mean, really? it, is, it is so good. This, I mean, Orlando Arcia is batting ninth for this team, and yeah. he's, got, I mean, he's got the lowest OPS on the team. And it's one of the highest OPSs in all of baseball. I mean, it's just remarkable how good this lineup is. But it's funny, Alex, we were out at uh, we were at the press conferences earlier hearing yeah. the managers talk about 
the lineup. They were setting up the lineup. Well, not setting it up, but they were yeah. talking about the lineups while they were up there. One of my favorite parts of the day was being up there at the press conference. Dusty Baker was talking about his lineup. Yeah, Rob Thompson talking about his lineup. And then they kind of asked the managers a few questions, right? Yeah. They opened it up for questions. One of the questions asked to Dusty Baker was, hey, Dusty, who do you think is going to win the home run derby tonight? And he said, in true Dusty Baker fashion, I, I don't know who's in it. <laughs> I mean, it he was is such a legend. Even was like walking up, he has such swagger. At, he has so much respect, I think, from all of the players and everyone involved in the game. I it just he just puts a smile on your face the moment he starts talking. He does. I, I love Dusty Baker and his comments out there were just it was great. I'm, I'm so excited for tomorrow Two star studded lineups. Mm -hmm. The biggest stars in the game. I don't know if you can see it behind us right now, but the stadium has players' faces on it. And you got Shohei Otani's up there, Corbin Carroll's up there, Ronald Acuna, Mookie Betts. And these guys are the biggest superstars in the game. And now we're going to get to see them all on the same field tomorrow in what is going to be such a cool atmosphere. And there's so many first-timers. 34 That's of insane. these players are first-time All-Stars. great, though. That is unbelievable. It makes me so happy for the game of baseball. And tomorrow they're for sure going to put on an absolute show. They are. And it all starts. We are going to be at the red carpet. Those interviews will come out later. But we are going to be live at 5 p.m. Eastern on the field during batting practice. Just taking you behind the scenes of the entire day leading up to the All-Star game. We have quite the day tomorrow. So red carpet where Alex and I are going to bring the heat out there. You know, we're going to be dressed to the nines. We're going to be looking good. We're going to be talking to players. The red carpet is always quite an event. It's just so funny to me to see the difference in players and the way they dress up. You know, like some are going all out and some are just in a typical like suit and tie. And then it's always a blast to be out there. So red carpet coming. And then tomorrow is the All-Star Game on Fox. We'll be down on the field pregame. There's going to be a live pregame show. We'll be talking to players. You'll get all the sights and sound. We have a million cameras out there. You'll be yep. able to see everything. Then the All-Star Game. Then we'll have a post-show from the All-Star Game wrapping everything up. Tomorrow's going to be a really, really cool day. It and, is. you know, if this crowd tonight was any indication – Tomorrow's going to be really, really special. And with the players that are in it and participating, I'm pumped. Same. I just make sure you follow along for everything we do tomorrow at Flippin' Bats Pod, at MLB on Fox. We're going to be live everywhere. And it's just going to be so much fun. I, I still don't exactly know right now where the red carpet is, but I've heard it's at Pike Place Market where the fish are tossed. And it's like going to be right around uh -huh. that area where. We're local legends. I mean, I caught a fish yesterday. Joel you McHale did. caught a fish yesterday. You were right there cheering me on yesterday. I did not want to smell like fish, so I did not catch we, a fish. We are, we might need to walk the red carpet. Oh, snap. We're legends around there. <laughs> Tomorrow's going to be awesome. Make sure you're along. We're going to have everything out on social media from the red carpet, everything we did today, and then the live show from right behind us, down there on the field. And if last year and the year prior are any indication, the access you get at the All-Star Game, it's not like playoffs where you like have, you're roped off and the players are locked in. If I wanted to walk in the turtle during batting practice and just talk to a guy, it, it would be allowed. It's crazy the access we're going to have down there. So make sure you check it out. Get down there. We'll be down there. Live show. Come hang out. Come hang out all day tomorrow. Come hang out all day. And that does it for day two of this trip 
of our all-star game journey. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you're subscribed anywhere you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify. We're also, as you mentioned, Alex, on all social media, anywhere you listen, anywhere you have social media, at Flippin' Bats Pod. Thank you all for listening.